Welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary, coming to you from the Clearwater Cleaning Solutions broadcast studio. It is Power Rankings Day. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can find me on social media, Twitter and Instagram. I'm at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK. You can email the show Diary at yahoo.com. It is, like I said, Power Rankings Day today, so we are going to cover that. If you want more of me, you can find that on Game Over Calgary, talking about the Flames um, victory over the Pittsburgh Penguins a night ago. Uh, that is up on the SDPN YouTube channel right now. You can also find it wherever you are listening to this fine podcast. Thank you all so, so, so much for downloading. Please remember, rate, review, and subscribe. We're trying to grow this thing, don't you know? Uh, so that's the best way you can help me do that. Rate, review, subscribe wherever possible. Uh, yeah, let's get into some NFL Power Rankings. The studio sponsor for Coach Potato Diary is Clearwater Cleaning Solutions. They are your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary. They have a fantastic team ready to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all your cleaning needs. All right, so it is the Power Rankings after week seven of the National. Football League. Uh, And we begin today with the Houston Texans at number 32. We'll go to the bottom, work our way up to the top. Um, The the Texans maybe don't deserve to be at the very bottom of this. I think they're probably going to pass some teams at some point, maybe. Um, I thought they played pretty well against the Raiders, obviously a game I paid close attention to over the weekend. But this was kind of a week where a lot of bad teams kind of showed up. So... That's pretty sweet, um, but the Texans do get the uh, the number 32 spot. In a number 31, the Detroit Lions, they got whooped on by the Dallas Cowboys, and that hard knock shine has definitely wore off. In at number 30, the Chicago Bears, uh, even though they picked up a win over the New England Patriots, you will hear the Patriots coming up very, very soon, so we're not going to take that one too seriously. It's nice that uh, Justin Fields is showing uh, uh, some signs, at least, but now uh, the Philadelphia Eagles have one of the Detroit or the, the Chicago Bears' best players after the trade that went down today. Um, I realized I started talking about that before I actually pulled it up. Let's get the, uh, the, the details on this trade, but I think it's pretty clear now that things aren't going to be going super well. It's Robert Quinn traded by the Bears to the Eagles for a fourth round pick. God, NFL trades are weird. Robert Quinn is an impact player. Uh, yeah, we'll give you a fourth round pick. Don't spend it all in one place. It, it just it seems very, very strange to me. The Washington Commanders come in next, even though they picked up a win over Green Bay and actually look kind of good. Like, there are... I keep trying to figure out if Washington is just a bad football team or if they are a good quarterback away from being a good football team once again. I would like to see some pieces on that defense play a little bit more consistently, but overall, um, like they they have some weapons on offense, man. Like this isn't a terrible team, but uh, until they show it a few more times, they are in the bottom here. At number 28, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers kind of coming back down to earth after a win over Tampa Bay a week ago. That win over Tampa Bay doesn't look nearly as good now. So your bottom five, Houston, Detroit, Chicago, Washington, and Pittsburgh. Um, if that's how the standings ended up playing out, I, I'm going to probably do this a little bit more. Who would go quarterback? 
Houston would definitely draft a quarterback. Detroit would definitely draft a quarterback. Chicago definitely wouldn't. Washington probably would. And Pittsburgh, again, is so intriguing because I don't think Kenny Pickett is all that good. I think he'd be like the fifth best quarterback in this draft if he were to come out. So I think it's pretty interesting if Pittsburgh ends up toward the bottom. They're probably not going to, though. At 27, it is Cleveland. Um, they, they make it close with Baltimore, but still not all that great. Um, I think that they are fading and fading very quickly in this division. At 26, it's the Carolina Panthers. They come up with a huge win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, you, you have two number one or two top three picks at the quarterback position, and it's P.J. Walker, the guy who was in the XFL an hour ago, coming up with a big win. They're still, again, they are not a good team. They are going to get worse probably before the NFL trade deadline. But that's a, that's a good win for them. At 25, it's the Denver Broncos. And I want to make them the number 32 team simply because of that Russell Wilson thing. He was doing high knees on the plane for four of the eight hours while everyone else slept. Yeah, you know what? That makes him a fucking moron and one of like just the worst types of people. Not literally, like there's obviously some terrible human beings out there, but... Like, just fucking cut it out, man. Like, it's such a tryhard. It's such a notice-me. It's such a pick-me thing. I, I just... He is the definition of cringe. And it just gets worse and worse every week. And the fact that there are people in the media who will just carry the water for him is just so... Blech. Blech. Ugh, I can't stand it. Jacksonville in at number 24... Um, I think like they, they gave the Giants a heck of a run and made a close late, but this is a team that I think still has some, some learning how to win to do, um, out there in Jacksonville. The Indianapolis Colts fall to the Tennessee Titans there at 23. They are making a quarterback switch. I don't think it's going to help. I, I just, we talked about it on Monday show. There's a lot of pieces on this team that you like, but they're, they're wasting some prime, prime years of some very good players. At 22, it's Green Bay. At 21, it is New England. Uh, that seems weird a couple of years ago, hey? But things have just super fallen off in, in Green Bay. They're talking about trying to get wide receivers on rookie deals, but I... I, I think that there are, we, we talked about this again on Monday. I think there are major issues there. And for New England, like the, this whole, hey, maybe New England's good again. They're not. The defense isn't very good, matched only by how not very good their offense is. At number 20, it's Arizona. They looked like they were coming to life a little bit this week. So I am willing to maybe buy in on Arizona a bit. At 19, it is Atlanta. That was a little bit humbling against Cincinnati this week. So that, that one really drove home like, ah, this still probably isn't an upper half team in the NFL. At 18, it is the Las Vegas Raiders. They come up with a win and the, the schedule is relatively lax the rest of the way. I, I talked about it with Josh on the Sports Rundown on Tuesday's show. If you want to be that playoff team, this schedule is one that should get you there. If you are that playoff team, this schedule is one that should get you there. It's just a matter of if they are or not, and and we'll see we'll see how that all goes. At sixteen, or sorry, at seventeen, it's New Orleans. Um, it's funny those two teams play each other this week in a game that both teams desperately need. It sounds like it's no uh, Jameis Winston again. Sounds like it's going to be Andy Dalton. And I, um, I just, yeah, I, I just, I can't take this team seriously. They, they, they're just very much, they're, they are just there for me. The music. 
music that you hear on Couch Potato Diary is provided by Wasted Talent. You can find them on Instagram at Wasted Talent with X is where the A's would be. And find their producer on Instagram at Tommy Fresh Music. Continuing on with our NFL power rankings into the top half of it now. At 16, it is Tampa Bay. I still think they will be able to figure it out, but holy crap, is it ugly right now. And the thing that is startling about what's going on in Tampa Bay is how quickly it unravels when things go poorly. That That is always a concerning sign when there's just, there. it feels like a mentally weak team right now. This feels like such a far cry from a team that won a Super Bowl a couple of excuse me, a couple of years ago. Uh, The New York Jets come in at number 15. I I know, I know, I didn't think I would be taking this team seriously either, but uh, I I do have the Jets here at 15. And again, this is, on paper, do the Jets feel like a top half of the league team? No, they do not. They beat the Broncos this week, 16-9. Um, that defense is getting the job done. They're starting to have a bit of a personality. I still don't love the quarterback, but at the, uh, at the end of the day, this is a team and this is a ranking that is more a factor on how bad the league is than anything else. But they, they are a bad loss away from, I think, dropping like a rock. They're, they're a team that I, I have no problem dropping quickly. Miami works their way back up a little bit to number 14 after a win over the Steelers. Not as convincing, but it's to his first week back. We will see if this roster continues to grow. Another tough loss for the Chargers has them at 13. I continue to be, I don't know if they're waiting for a bye week, which I guess they, they are. In This was their bye weeks. They're not waiting for a bye week to get rid of the coach. They're, they're just going to keep letting this ride. That this is such an incredibly talented team that continues to fall on their face. And then you look at the team ahead of them, the team that beat them this week, the Seattle Seahawks, who come in at number uh, 12. They lose... Uh, DK Metcalf already lost Russell Wilson, which seems like addition by subtraction for sure. And they just keep balling, man. They just keep doing it. The Seattle team, I think is kind of for real. Uh, it, it, varying degrees of for real. Uh, I'm not going out and laying an, an NFC championship bet on them by any stretch of the imagination, but they're worth a look for the NFC and NFC West with, with San Francisco and the Rams still kind of figuring themselves out. At 11, it is Tennessee. They figured out what was causing their problems in the second half um, in a win over the Indianapolis Colts. I would still like one more playmaker on the offensive side of the ball, and I still don't trust that defense. But again, it's the NFL in 2022. You can say that about a lot of teams. I trust this defense, the New York Giants. That defense with a huge stop at the goal line to close this game out against Jacksonville. Still don't trust the quarterback, but he's coming up with some big plays. They're an incredibly well-coached team. And I I think that this is a team progressing, but some interesting conversations around this group as the season goes on. At number nine, it's San Francisco. Yes, they lost. Yes, I still think they are a top 10 team. Um, just a couple of bad plays from Jimmy Garoppolo. And this is, this is the issue that you have. And we talked about this last year. This is the issue you have with the Jimmy Garoppolo type of a team and an offense that Shanahan trusts Garoppolo in. You can't be the methodically work it downfield let's not make mistakes team and then make mistakes because it's just you you do not give yourself any margin for error when you play as conservatively as San Francisco's offense tends to with Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback the Rams were on a bye they get to the number eight spot on this list they if they just start clicking there a go. And I think they have a trade in them. I wouldn't be surprised if they went out and made a move for like a Kareem Hunt or someone like that. I think that would be really interesting as they, they just need like one more. I, I say I've been saying it a lot. One more kind of dynamic playmaker on this team right now. At seven, it's Baltimore. They get a win, but they don't 
they don't really impress all that much. Um, and that's kind of been the, the, the MO of this team. Like that they, they just, I, I keep waiting for it to come together and they just keep, at least this time they didn't blow the lead. They, they squeak by with a victory at six. It's Cincinnati. They feel like they are coming on. I, I would be, I wouldn't be surprised if in a few weeks we're talking about the top three teams in the NFL, all being in the AFC and we're including Cincinnati in that list at five. It is Minnesota. They didn't play this week. They have a pretty good record. We do not trust them a whole lot, but uh, we trust them more than some of these other teams at four. It's Dallas, a dominant win over Detroit. Um, you, you have some people talking about Michael Parsons as the MVP now. I like a lot of these pieces on this team, man. I, I really, really do. Uh, I think that they could be pretty dangerous in the NFC. At three, it remains the Philadelphia Eagles. At two, the Kansas City Chiefs put on a show. Like, they just felt inevitable in that game against San Francisco. And then in at number one, it is the Buffalo Bills, who are probably going to do just awful things to the Green Bay Packers this week. Those are your NFL power rankings. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. Uh, please remember to rate, review, subscribe wherever possible. As I mentioned, you can find me on Game Over Calgary. Uh, the last episode is up wherever you get your podcasts or on the SDPN YouTube channel. Trying to put as many of these shows up on YouTube as we can, breaking them up into clips now. So if you're just looking for kind of a, a sport-specific thing, you can absolutely do that on our YouTube channel. Just search Couch Potato Diary or search Primetime Klein if you are looking for that. Talk to you guys later. I'm out.